Welcome to Let's Glocalize. This limited video series is based on the podcast Around the World in Six Books, available in Spotify. Through the podcast, I, Annie, read and summarize books about the history and cultures of countries around the world. The project focuses on selecting a continent, then a country within it, reading and discussing six books, then moving on to the next continent, selecting another country, and so on until I go on around the world. The goal is to learn about these countries, even if we can't travel to them for reasons like budget, security, the COVID pandemic, or just because fill in the blank. To some of us, for who using Korean red chili flakes instead of black pepper when cooking is already an adventure, reading or just listening to the book summary and discussion episodes opens the doors to a universe of discovery without having to step in it. So the driving force behind this project is a curiosity to learn about the world we live in and its people. When we learn about other cultures, we inevitably end up learning about ourselves, what we like, what defines our individual or national identities. The process of reflection in turn either opens us up to appreciating others and ourselves, or it closes us up by reinforcing negative perceptions and stereotypes of others. I'm hoping that through this project I can achieve the first because it is a very big world out there, so why limit the boundaries of what you can learn, appreciate, and enjoy? Around the World in Six Books is not a school project, but it is meant for adults. Some of the subjects I may read about and discuss might be sensitive and not appropriate for children. The first stop of this journey around the world was South Korea in Asia. The books discussed covered the history, proverbs, folktales, conflicts, popular culture, and gastronomical traditions of South Korea. I read and discussed these books. I recorded the episodes you, I hope, possibly listen and or read along. Then I was ready to move on to the next continent and the next country. In fact, I had already selected the next country and had started to do some of the reading on that country when the question of so what kept nagging at me. So what? You're just going to read and learn about this other country and move on? That's when it dawned on me. Well, no. I propose we glocalize. Glocalization is a concept I came across in book five of this first stop, which was about the Korean wave, also known as Hallyu, by the way. Lyon and Lefkowitz state that globalization is this process of negotiation between global and local. It assumes that global products are consumed by locally contextualized audiences who create their own meanings and subsequently process them to serve their own social and cultural needs. What they are referring to is products that can be globalized and neutralized without their losing all of their culturally identifiable traits. In this way, these products appeal to larger audiences outside of the cultures and regions that created them. These audiences then customize them to fit their own cultural preferences. And if you don't think you've experienced globalization, boy, are you in for a surprise. If you've never traveled outside of your own city but visited a restaurant that serves spicy food, say in the US, and your own gastronomical traditions do not include these spices, consider this. Do you really think that whatever you enjoy at that restaurant is nearly as spicy as it is in the region of origin? And my guess is, most likely not. That's glocalizing. It is making that food edible enough by the standards of your region so that whatever you consume doesn't feel like it is opening a hole in your esophagus as you eat. This is also one of the reasons why I think the concept of globalization is at times laughable. 
Whenever I travel, I love to go to global chains like Burger King, McDonald's or Starbucks just to see what local flavors and menu items that we don't get in the US, they have. And one of my favorite ones is Spain's Burger King. I love ordering a beer with my food or having an item in anywhere that has jamón serrano and whatever burger I can order over there tastes completely different because the ingredients are also different. That's globalizing. As it relates to South Korea, I started to globalize without even knowing that that's what I was doing long before I started the podcast project. That's because as the pandemic hit, we had to isolate at home like a lot of people. And one of the things that we did in isolation was watch Korean series. So as a result of that, I started to seek out experiences that would allow me to experience or at least appreciate what I was learning about through the series without having to travel to South Korea or leave my house like a lot of people. So I was globalizing without even knowing that I was doing it. Before I tell you how I think I was globalizing, I want to point out that some of the scholarly discussions I came across online about globalization as a concept highlighted as a group-based concept, not an individual one. These sources review globalization as a force that impacts political movements, gastronomies, international relations, and other areas. For globalization to exist, there must be an interplay between something that is global or foreign to a society, something that comes from the outside of a group's cultural, immediate, and regional boundaries. For instance, food chains, political ideologies, migrant movements. Those are some of the examples I came across. With that in mind, how was I, as an individual, globalizing without even knowing it? I started to identify myself as part of a collective that watches K-drama and listens to K-pop. I even joined an online K-drama group. Yes, I did. I got that into it and I am still into it. I embraced new styles that emulate Hallyu global products in K-series, like my hairstyle, which is now based on Moon Shae Won's hairstyle in the K-series Flower of Evil. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this, but as it turns out, it suits me. I also embraced the little to no jewelry and makeup styling of the series. A lot of the K-female leads in the series don't wear a lot of jewelry, and the makeup they wear is very natural, and yet the females don't look any less beautiful or feminine. This was inspiring because at the start of the pandemic, I was diagnosed with nickel and linalool allergies. Nickel is used as a super alloy, and it is an essential micronutrient found in metals, foods, cosmetics, you name it. Linalool, on the other hand, is also found in food, but it is prevalent in skin, hair, and cosmetic products. So I've had to mostly stop wearing jewelry and makeup because of these allergies. And thankfully, consuming K-series, becoming part of an international collective that enjoys the various Korean waves, have inspired me to try new styles that, as it turns out, suit my new needs. By embracing and enjoying a cuisine that is not local. then customizing it to complement other non-Korean recipes and products, and in the process learning about ingredients like gojujang, which is spicy soy paste, Korean red chili flakes, and soy sauce specifically used for soups. The examples I've given are based on personal experiences on the process of becoming part of a global community outside of South Korea that is interested in that country's culture and history. But 
Around the World in Six Books, the podcast or the videos, is not a community yet, but that would be nice. It is meant to learn not just about one country, but many. And as such, it is meant for people who are interested in learning about the world and the people who live in it. And it is also not a scholarly project, nor part of the debate on the concept of globalization, which emphasizes group dynamics. So here's what I mean by inviting you to globalize. Globalization for anything related to around the world in six books means that as we learn about cultures outside of our own, regardless of where you are in the world, you are invited to first reflect about your own cultural identities in light of what you learn about others. Then, based on your new knowledge to pursue culturally distinct or inspired experiences. These experiences don't have to be grand. The community you live in may not be diverse enough to afford you such opportunities. Or you may find that some of these experiences may be too outside of your comfort zone. So my recommendation is that you pursue any culturally distinct experiences, however small this may be, as a starting point. The idea is to infuse these experiences with meaning and awareness. You never know what you might end up discovering and enjoying. If a community comes out of this process through this project that allows you to reach out and connect with people who share your same interests, that would be great. But at this point, the local in the concept of globalization here is an individual, while the global is the country and culture you learn about. With that said, I've already shown you how I globalized unconsciously, but how will I do it from this point forward on purpose? As I read about South Korea, I started to put together a list of additional books I wanted to read, experiences I wanted to have, topics I want to learn more about. And what you see here is a very abbreviated sample list of the original one, which by now is quite extensive. It is based on the readings of books 1, 5, and 6. These books were about history, Hallyu, which includes television series, movies, music, and other stuff, and food respectively. What I learned through this text is that South Korea is well-ranked in sports like badminton, archery, baseball, and golf. Then it has a type of ceramic, celadon, that can be found in museums around the world. And the history of food and ingredients in South Korea through religious and foreign dominance, amongst other subjects. So based on this new knowledge, I want to learn more about these topics, practice some of these activities, like for instance, go to a class or a workshop or make something, attend an event, in other words, expand my knowledge and take some sort of action. You'll notice also that I've added shared to the list and as part of my pursuit to globalize because some of these activities, at least in my case, I know for sure I've never been interested in like baseball, but I know other family members who do enjoy them. I intend to reach out and share new experiences with the people I appreciate and want in my life. So I see this as an opportunity to connect at that level. If you don't know anyone who might share your interests, and I'm including a few suggestions here, as you can see, try the activities on your own. If you're in a group environment, say at the movie theater or at a class, see how other people react. It should give you a sense of how anything that is Korean is getting consumed or appreciated out there and in your region. And just in case, I'm including an advice here about how to pursue localizing activities. Glocalize in a safe environment. Do not take any unnecessary risks. So with that said, how will you glocalize? This video series, the first of the project, is meant to fill in the period between reading stops in the podcast. 
In the upcoming weeks, I'll be posting a couple of more videos with summaries of how I localize based on my list. Then it's back to the podcast, which you can listen to in Spotify. The project also has a website and Instagram accounts. In Insta, I post quotes and other reflections about the books between readings. Whether and when I post additional videos after I start the podcast episodes is still to be decided. This project is a work in progress, so stay tuned. One final thing before I go. If any Koreans or Korean Americans come across this project in its video or podcast format, I want to apologize for my pronunciation of any Korean words or names. I tried, I really did. I even researched some of the pronunciations, like for the name of the kingdom, Sheila. So please don't hold it against me if I mispronounce anything. Until the next time, I hope you have a lovely day.